What's up, guys? This is your host, Danny Baylor, Danny Cakes, and you are listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. All right, you guys, welcome back. So I just want to remind you guys, I did some Q&A on the last episode reflecting on my first 10 episodes of this podcast. So, so excited to hear from you guys and kind of be able to give you my perspective on some things that you wanted to hear about. So when you get a chance, go ahead and check out that Q&A. And you guys, I am so freaking excited right now. This is my very first guest, my podcast. And when I thought about guests, when we started talking about like the idea of guests, this was a no brainer. I was like, of course it will be Anissa. And I was like, I think I was scared if you would say no. I don't know, but I'm literally so excited. I love all of our conversations. I love how anointed our conversations are. And it's just like, you guys, God is so present in our friendship and it's just the most beautiful thing. And I just adore her so much. And so Anissa is my co-host on our Tuesday Bible study. But first, she was my best friend. So she is basically a full-time nurse in Texas. And we met because we're in the same network marketing business. So we worked alongside each other in our business. And I started following her on Instagram. And I was like, dang, this girl's like super fit. She's so real. And she's so bold about her faith and her love for Jesus. And I'm basically like, I think that we should be friends. We should be like best friends. So that's exactly what I did. I slid in her DM. <laughs> and I was like, hey, do you want to be friends? And so what we ended up starting, we, we were doing FaceTime calls and then weekly phone calls. And I was like, I think that we should just like pray together, build this friendship. Like I just felt a really big like tug on my heart. Like God was totally drawing me near to her. And we just bonded so instantly. It's just so crazy. You guys, I can't wait to get into details about our love story. But when I moved to Newport, <laughs> I wanted her to visit so bad. And we had this retreat the following weekend. So the days that we had like coordinated together would be like 10 days straight. And that's like a long time, quite a bit of time for us to be meeting virtually and then like in person for the first time and have 10 days straight and sleeping in the same room and using the same bathroom and all the things. And I remember when people would first see us together because we just clicked so instant. Like it was so effortless. I mean, it's so crazy. I picked up at the airport and I was like, wait, I feel like I know you so much, but it just felt so natural. But people would always think like, hey, did you guys know each other for like ever? And we're like, we just met. <laughs> like we're just instant best friends. And yeah, we have this like inside joke that like not everybody knows, but I refer to her as my healthy girl. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, do you want to tell a story? Healthy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Healthy, non-healthy. Yes. Okay. So like, as Danny said, we like literally had only FaceTime. We started, you know, talking on the phone and then we'd FaceTime like once a week and just catch up, pray for each other, like talk about our entire life stories. And then when we met, it was like, we hadn't even skipped a beat. And I remember we worked out together that day. And Danny and I were just inseparable. And the girl at the front desk was like, oh my gosh, how long have y'all known each other? Are y'all like sisters or something? And Danny and I were like, we literally met 30 minutes ago, but it's fine. (laughs) So it was just crazy to see that all these people just saw how much we just radiated together, which is just so great. That's how I know you're my soulmate and my healthy girl. But Mm -hmm. so Danny and I are the same. Like we love to eat. We like the carbs. We like the good foods. And so we're at the store and we're talking about how we want to make cookies. And we're like, okay, you know, what? <laughs> like talking about this cookie recipe that we have. And at the same exact time, we're like, okay, we can make 
healthy cookies and we can make not so good ones. At the same time in the car, we both go healthy, not healthy. And like this with the same exact movement, like right to left. And it was the funniest thing. I probably peed my pants because I was laughing so hard. But <laughs> I was like, there have been so many occurrences. For sure, one of us is Peter Pants, <laughs> but there's so many times <laughs> daily where it's like so close. It's just, I've never laughed with anybody like you. And I love that. I love that like God has blessed our relationship with laughter because God knows that we both need it. But yeah, there's yes. just literally no, and I couldn't have said that better. Like, dude, I feel like you are my soulmate. Like as a female, it would be you. <laughs> I've just never had a friendship like that. For us, I've met virtually and then in person, it was just so godly. And like you guys, we spent those first 10 days together and we couldn't even look at each other when we were like saying goodbye. I was like, I'm just going to start crying. Like I'm not ready to leave you. It was just so beautiful, but super cool. So when she came out here to Newport, it was just like right after I moved here and we have both been doing Bible study separately in different time zones. And I guess actually real quick, let me just share with you guys. I want to share with you, obviously, like how we just met, the value of our friendship, really the strength behind numbers and being a have an accountability partner and totally what God does through us together. I'm going to get into that and like just how he has set us apart individually and as a friendship. But I really also want you guys to know like what God does through us is available to anybody. And we're not just special and that's someone that God chose. Like what he does through us is totally available to you. And I just want to discuss the ways to position yourself to be used by God as well. And like how we're open to that and in tune with that. And ultimately to encourage you to embrace who you are. I think that's something I love so much about Anissa. But yeah, we were doing this Bible study in different time zones. And so when she came out here, I was like, hey, we should just do it together. Mine was at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and hers was Central Standard Time. Nine. Like what was yeah. it? Yeah, 9 a.m. And when we would call to coordinate or coordinate our calls for the weeks, you guys, our lives are like literally the same. We'd try to like figure out time to FaceTime and catch up. And I'm like, wait, you have a lash appointment at like 1255 <laughs> Wednesday. Like it was so weird. I mean, we have the same middle name. We have the same email. Like I'm like, what is the deal? And we discovered that we both had this Bible study. And I remember being really jealous. I was like, gosh, I want to be on hers too. And so yeah, when she came out here... I was like, hey, we should combine them since we're in person. Like, that'd be so cool. And then we literally realized at the same time zone together in different time zones, obviously. So 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central Standard. I think it was really powerful when we were together doing it. And obviously, it's power numbers. And we just decided to continue doing it. And it's just been so, so powerful, you guys, just to see God work through us. But so real quick, I want you to give the listeners a little bit like a background about yourself, kind of what you do, and also like where you started as a believer. Because I don't think you grew up in church, right? Not really. So as Danny said, I am a full-time ER nurse here in Dallas, Texas, and I love my job so much. I chose nursing because I've always loved serving people and just making people better. I feel like as an Enneagram too, I guess they say they're like the fixers and they want to do everything for everybody. And so like... Doing that brings me so much joy and so much purpose. But in doing so, you know, I still felt this hole in my heart that I was wanting to do more. I just didn't know what that more was. And so I joined this network marketing company that Danny and I both do. And I feel so fulfilled doing it. And, you know, in doing this, my faith has just grown a tremendous amount because, you know, anytime you're called to step out of your comfort zone, I feel like you just really have to learn to rely very heavily on God. And during nursing school, I was kind of going through a hard time with someone that I was in a relationship with dealing with infidelity and 
I didn't really have a strong faith at that point. And it wasn't until then that I really learned to rely on God and trust in God and trust in his abilities for me and his timing in my life and trust that he is going to sustain me and do everything that I need. And so that's kind of when my faith started to grow was when I was in nursing school and I felt like I was at the bottom of the pit there. And it was then that I felt God's presence so heavily on my heart. And I just felt him just completely surround me and say, Hey, like you're not alone and I've got you and I'm here. And from then on, I just full force dove straight in into learning about Jesus. And I bought a new believers Bible and downloaded the Bible app, which is free. And I would totally recommend doing that and just learning about him and what it is that he is and what it means to be a Christian. And so that's kind of where my faith grew. And then of course, being in knowing Danny and being in this incredible community, I felt God calling me to do a Bible study, you know, and leading people closer to Jesus because I feel so much about Christianity is it can be scary and it can feel overwhelming and it can feel like I've never read the whole Bible. Like, who am I to lead people? I'm not a pastor. Like, I'm just a nurse or I'm just a sales associate or like, I'm just X, Y, and Z. But that's not all that you are. Like, God calls you to be so much more than just that. And we're all equipped to talk about him and the Bible. And that's what I love so much about this. And so I started this Bible study, not knowing what the heck I was doing. And I just went for it. And, you know, I'm not gonna lie, there was some times where I was discouraged. There was times when I had one person show up, I would have no people show up, or I would have 10 people show up. And I remember crying about it and being like, God, why would you call me to do this? And nobody shows up, you know, and it's almost like the voice of the enemy, because Right before this is right before I had met Danny. And had I given up on that Bible study, Danny and I wouldn't be doing this, you know? And I had to pay for a Zoom account because we maxed out our Bible study. I think it was a couple months ago, we hit over a hundred or we hit a hundred and we had people texting and calling and messaging us like, we can't get in. And Danny and I were like, just in such awe. At one point in both of our lives, we had one person on Bible study. And now we're at this point where we have well over a hundred that want to get on. And it was just insane. You know, the power of our obedience and listening to God and his calling on our life. What did that look like? Like, because we continued to persevere and because we continued to show up, even when we had nobody on our Bible study, look what God did through Danny and I and how many other people's lives are impacted by that. Okay. I'm just beside myself because you wrapped up all the questions that I have. No, and it's so perfect. It's such a good intro because I feel like we'll kind of go more depth, but I'm like, of course, God, of course she would like already go into all of this. And that's what's so weird. Like that's how like it works. I'm saying we're so similar. Our mindsets, what God just speaks to both of us at the same time. And so I was actually going to have you kind of share how we plan it. So we do it. It's, well, it's my time, 7 a.m. So I wake up 30 minutes before. Because a lot of people ask, you guys have been messaging me and you're like, hey, I have this desire, I have this tug on my heart to do it. And you, you just covered that. It was so perfect. You were like, we just felt to be obedient and God shows up. And we had never done it before. And I remember like, I just put down all these devotionals. I was like, hey, God, what do you want me to focus on? Like, how do you want me to like share? And he's like, just open your Bible. Let me do work through you. And I was like, okay. But yeah, I was going to have you share with them, like, how do we do ours in the morning? Like, how do we start it and plan it? And yeah, you guys, and this is where I continue to just say, like, God just continues to blow our minds literally every time. I'm not kidding. Danny and I do no planning. We don't talk about Bible study weeks before. We don't sit down and plan topics. I literally every morning 
my routine is I do my own devotionals every morning and I like do my own quiet time before I start my day. And so I always do that. I'll pray. And then Danny and I will call each other and I'm like, Hey, what's on your heart this morning? We've been doing this since September of last year. And every single week, every Tuesday, Danny and I have the exact same topic, sometimes even the exact same verses on our hearts in the morning. It just continues to blow my mind. It's just so crazy. Like it's not something that you can just make up. It's so real. And it just blows my mind every time because it's like, if this is on my mind and Danny's mind, it's on God's heart, you know, and so many wants other people to know about it. Yeah. There's a reason why both of us have the same exact theme on our minds or on our hearts or the same exact verse. There's a reason and we talk about it and we always have so much good feedback on our Bible study, people crying or people saying, this is exactly what I needed to hear. This is exactly what I'm struggling with, which is exactly why we show up for people because this is why we do it. Like this is why just the amount of impact on other people and bringing people closer to Jesus and ultimately showing people that Danny and I are nobody special. You know, we just love Jesus and We just want other people to experience the same thing. You know, Danny and I are not experts on the Bible. I can't recite all these verses out of my head. Like I still got to look up stuff, but I know that Jesus loves me so much and I will share that until the day that I die. Yeah. And I think the spiritual warfare is such a real aspect because you talked about like when you were first doing it, how you struggled with it. And I did too. I mean, I definitely kept showing up and I was like, does anybody even care? Because sometimes people don't always respond or talk. And so I think there's something like, I'm like, this is terrible. Like nobody cares, but they're just like not ready necessarily to open up. But I'm like, okay, people are showing up. And so there's been so many times where I've experienced like doubting it. And I'm just like, okay, God, it's like, just be obedient. And even what's so cool, I wanted to like really talk about what's special about our friendship too, is like the accountability that's always been there. And the days when you're like, hey, like I'm like not feeling up to it. And I'm like, dude, I'm just burnt out or whatever. And the times that we want to just be like, okay, not today. We encourage each other to continue. And if we're feeling burnt out or we're feeling discouraged or we're feeling just like, honestly, sometimes angry with God, right? We're like, these are the days that we have to show up because why is the enemy so intimidated of what we're about to do together? for God's people on this Bible study, you know, it's so crazy because like you said, people are crying and like it's tugging on their heart and it's like what God's sharing with us, like they need, but also there's just so many connections where it's not even necessarily me and Anissa. Like there's two people who just like connect over and share stories and are encouraged. And it's so amazing. You guys, it's so beautiful just to be obedient. And like, I want you to find somebody I'm telling you, like I found Anissa on social media. I mean, we were connected through our company and mutual friends and things, but I had this like tug to reach out to her and I was like, Hey, I think we can't isolate ourselves. Like there's something special about you and different about us. And it was such a God thing that we had come together. So definitely something I was like praying for. And it's just been so amazing to watch God just work through us. So you guys can check out our Instagrams. We, I think we both have a highlight with a Zoom link it's mm-hmm. every Tuesday, unless otherwise stated, but typically we're on there every single week, 7 a.m., 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. I don't know why yeah. I went over that word. But yeah, so when I thought about having you on here and I was like, hey, what do we want to talk about? What do we think will add the most value to people was really what sets you apart. And I know that's kind of like your life verse too and authenticity and everything. And we both have these like life verses for our business. Like mine's obviously Ephesians 3.20. He can do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine at work with him at work within us. Right. And so I wanted you to share yours and why the impact, like, what does that mean to you? Why is it so important to be authentic? Yeah. So 
I feel one of my struggles when I was younger, and I feel like this is a lot of women in our age group, or even now was just wanting to just fit in and just be like everybody else. You know, I wanted to have the same hair. I wanted my braids to look like her. I wanted her body. I wanted her clothes. Always just comparing myself to wanting to be this other person. And even growing up and being in my early 20s, like I still felt the same. I got was getting into fitness and I was just always kind of comparing myself to these other women and always just wanting to be someone other than myself. And, you know, it was kind of when I started pursuing Jesus and finding out who I was in Christ that I realized we're called to be different. I'm called to be set apart. He set me apart from the entire world. He knit me together in my mother's womb, piece by piece. I am intricately designed to be me. And to me, like that is so powerful. My eyes are watering right now because God thinks so highly of you like that. He literally put you together so perfectly, like the way that you are just like this. And I just think that that is something that is so incredible and so empowering that there is no one else in the world that is like you anywhere. And so stepping into who God called me to be allows me to have this impact on this world. Because if I was just aiming to be like everybody else, how does that make any of us different? You know, what if we all looked the same? What if we all had the same job? What if we all talked the same? Like, what would set us all apart? And I think that that's what us Christians, what sets us apart so much is like, we're all so different, but we all have the same goal in mind. We all just want to make heaven crowded. And we all just want to make people have their hearts and souls on fire for Jesus. And so that's kind of always been my motto is, being who you were called to be, like stepping into that God-given talent. And I think it's in Galatians that it talks about how we all have these special gifts. Like if your gift is to teach, then teach. If it's to serve, then serve and X, Y, and Z. And so stepping into that and being who God called you to be so that you can fulfill the calling on your life instead of being so focused on what other people are doing, being focused on what God wants you to do, and then seeing that impact and how it's going to affect all these other people. You know, me stepping into my God-given abilities to serve has allowed me to impact so many people nursing. And then even with Bible study with Danny, like if I was just stuck in my comfort zone, I wouldn't have done any of that. And I think about that, like me not stepping into my God-given abilities is essentially a lot like not letting me impact all these other people. Me being in my comfort zone means that I'm not going to be on Bible study. And so all these other hundreds of people aren't going to be on there either. And that to me is like, I can't have that happen. I need to be who God called me to be because this is my mission and purpose on this earth. So, Yeah. And I think I always felt encouraged by somebody else. And so how much value it'll give me, even if it was just like one thing they said. And I mean, there's a billion things that you say, and that's why I started following you. That's why I connected with you. But also... Like if what we have, like I said, like if our relationship, like our words are anointed, like this is my biggest fear is to like let my day go by and know that like maybe I didn't live out my potential. If God has equipped me, if God has pulled me out of my mess from before a couple of years ago and set me here and given me more wisdom and more knowledge, it's like, how could I not share that with people who are struggling the way that I am? And not that that's like a burden. It's like we love to because our faith has changed our lives. Like it's everything to us. It brings us so much peace and so much just hope. And it's so obvious, like how could we not want to share it with other people? And I just love how we fell where we are, where we're at. And I felt like I almost needed my business to 
give me an opportunity to be like, Hey, choose you now. I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to share my heart. I'm going to share the things that maybe I was made fun of before and just laugh at myself about it. Now I'm going to share my faith. I'm going to share what matters to me. Like, it's so cool. How, like God has like evolved both of us into this like divine appointment where we met each other and we're just like, dang, like now we're going to run together. So beautiful. So I love it. So I want to ask I get this question a lot too. Like what's something that you would probably tell a new believer or somebody who's wanting to lean into their prayer life or seeking God for the first time coming back into their faith? What's your advice to them with that? Something that I would say is don't get so overwhelmed with, I need to read the whole Bible. I feel like that something is when you start as a new believer, it's like, okay, I'm going to start from Genesis and just kind of read all the way through. And I think that that can be extremely overwhelming. I mean, the Bible is huge. I personally have not read the entire thing from front to back yet. And so I think as a new believer, you can just get kind of overwhelmed with that. And so something that I would say is just for sure a new believer's Bible, and we can link one for you guys. I got mine on Amazon, I think when I first got it, and it kind of breaks down what things mean, because like a King James version, it has like thou hath and stuff. And I feel like that language can be kind of confusing. And so for sure, a new believer's Bible, getting connected in a group or a Bible study, there's tons of resources that churches have, local churches, or even online. Like I'm part of Elevation, which is in North Carolina, but I'm part of them online. There's so many other churches I could name, but getting connected in a group with people who are also new believers, because I think too, you can feel really isolated and like you're the only one that's new. And that's absolutely not true. And so getting connected in a group to just start learning about them. And I would just say, find a accountability partner like Danny and I kind of did find somebody to be like your running mate and to pray with you and to help you and to keep you on track with those kinds of things and realize this is not a sprint you guys, this is a marathon. Like I am still learning about Jesus every day. I listened to the sermon today on Elevation. I was just in awe. You know, they talk about this scripture in Matthew and I've heard it 25 million times, but the way they talk about it today is totally different from when they talked about it last week. And so just give yourself so much grace with that, with learning and just knowing that God loves you, whether you chose him today, whether you chose him last month, whether you're going to choose him in a week, he died for you. And ultimately like he just wants your heart. And so that's something that I would say. And with prayer life too, I know we talked about this on Bible study is like, it doesn't need to be complicated. It doesn't have to be some beautiful poem written out to Jesus. My prayers to God are like conversation most of the time. Like I'm just driving in the car and I'm like, Hey God, I'm really struggling with my anxiety today, you know, and this is why. And I pray that you would show up in my situation right now. And I pray that you would give me peace of mind and grace to get through my day. And just like that, it's nothing fancy at all. And so don't get so lost in trying to make everything perfect and beautiful. Like God just wants your heart. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. And I think that goes back to like authenticity. Like God already knows who we are, you know, so it's not like we have to like show up a certain way for him. And just like losing the intimidation of having a relationship with Jesus. And like, well, I always love to preach about, always like nip this in the butt in the very beginning of every single week. I'm like, you guys, like, we don't preach like religion. Like we're talking about an intimate relationship, like conversations with God, like being in tune with God, like hearing his voice. And what does that look like to you? You hearing God's voice or what do your quiet times look like? And I know you talk about like God winks and things like that. Like how do you like converse with God besides the car? Right. Like me conversing with God is just talking to God. But for me, it is being outside. I go on a walk every day with my dog and we do the same exact loop every single day. 
And that is my time with God. I don't text during that time. Like I use that time to talk to God and do my devotionals in the morning. Because, you know, if I skip that quiet time with God, I find that my day does not go as smoothly because if I'm worried about what I have to do for the day or stressing out about things, my day is already going to be in shambles because I didn't spend that time like getting my mindset right and talking to God about my day. And then I do a lot of praying on my drive just because it's when he has my full attention. I'm not doing anything other than driving. And so I make that a priority to just talk to him. And sometimes I talk out loud, but most of the time I just talk in my head. And I know Danny talked about God winks in the past. And I have had problems with feeling like God isn't here or like he doesn't see me. I have that struggle quite frequently where I'll talk to him and it's like, I don't hear God's voice or like, I pray for him to get me out of this situation and I'm still in it. In your head, you're like, well, I'm still in this situation, like God didn't hear me, like God forgot about me. It's very easy to get stuck in that lie of the enemy. And almost every time that happens, I'll have a friend text me like, hey, God put you on my heart. And I just want you to know that like, I'm thinking about you or I'm praying for you. And it just always blows my mind, you guys, like how God just talks to me through other people. And because I do want that reassurance, like, God, are you here? Like as much as I would want him to just pop an arm next to me and put his arm around me and say like, I'm right here. You know, I don't always feel his presence like that. And so he does talk to me a lot through my friends, like with them telling me, Hey, you're on my heart and I'm praying for you. And I'm like, okay, I hear you, God, like you didn't forget about me. I know you didn't. And so just things like that is how he kind of shows up for me. And then, like I said, just talking to him throughout the day and him just ultimately giving me that peace. You know, he gives us a peace that transcends all understanding that we can never comprehend. And when you ask him for that and you give that peace, that's just confirmation. Like he's here, you know? Yeah. I love that. And I kind of wanted to go into like, what are some only God moments? Like that's just what I pray for all the time. Or like, or only God opportunities. I'm like, Hey God, this is only possible if you make it happen. And so is there a specific time or situation where you look back and you're like, there's no way that that was like the biggest God wink or like there was a result of this because God showed up. Like it was just so undeniable. You know, what really makes me think of this moment is when we were on our retreat, our VP retreat last year. And it was actually with you. We had done our night of worship and there was a couple girls. There was one girl in particular who just wanted to know Jesus and like wanted to be saved in that moment. And Danny start spitting out prayer like crazy, like reciting this prayer that she had no idea what the prayer was. Later on, when we talked about it, Danny was like, I don't even know, like, I didn't have that prayer memorized. It just came like, it was God. And there was like five or six of us in this circle, just holding hands and Danny's praying. And all of us are just hysterical, because I could just see God right there, you know, just hovering over us, like, I could just feel his presence so heavily. And just watching Danny just say all these things that were just literally coming from the mouth of God. It was breathtaking. And I really wish that other people were there to witness it. But it was such a beautiful moment. And I know that that's happened to you several times, Danny, like that the Spirit of God just comes over you even on Bible study, like Danny will do the closing prayer and she just goes on and on. And it's the most beautiful thing. And then she'll text me after and she's like, I don't know where that came from. And like, I don't know either, but I love it so much. Just watching God just continue to show up and do 
immeasurably more than you could ever ask or imagine. Boom. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When I think of like, we kind of talked earlier and kind of wrapping this up in a sense, like we are just willing, you guys, there's something special about us. Like, yes, God made us very specifically and made us special, but I'm saying there's nothing that's different about us besides just being willing and being obedient. And like when God puts something on your heart, like, and when I talk about like, how do you listen to God? And how do you hear his voice? I think it's just thoughts and just like tugs on your heart or ideas, you know, and that girl, even like one of my biggest things is prayer. And I think it can be like really intimidating to me sometimes. And like this person, I think I'm crazy. Like, do they not accept prayer? You know, but I had to just be willing to do that the first time. And it was a month long process where all this happened and led to that moment. And even then I was just like, okay, God, like you're just going to show up. And dude, you guys, I say every week on this podcast, I love it. I'm so excited, but I'm also like, I don't want to mess this up. I want this to have so much value. And I feel like even yesterday, God's like, dude, Danielle, like (laughs) this is my podcast. And if you're just willing, I'm going to show up. Like I'm going to work through you. And I just encourage you guys in your business, in your relationships, like whatever it is, whatever you feel like, if you're wanting to start a Bible study, I have another girl who I work with just asked me this week. And I was like, dude, go for it. Just show up, show up with intention, ask God. And like, we even talked about that. That was one of my favorite Bible studies we talked about recently was asking God, like ask him to equip you, like ask him for things, you guys, he wants us to. And I kind of want to go into this later, but like, you know, how the world glorifies us being self-made and independent. And God's like, no, be dependent on me. Right. And it's so much more beautiful and more humbling to be like, Hey, that wasn't God. Like I didn't build my business. I didn't write this podcast. Like this is God, you know? And so exciting because I even like last night, I was just like praying. I'm like, God, give me ideas. Like give me like overflowing ideas because I think I always worry like I'm not going to have like good content or enough content, but I'm just like, God, just do what only you can do. Like that's such a great, simple prayer. It's like, God, show up, like equip me, like do what only you can do. And you guys just watch like God will, like he will show up in ways that you could have never pictured. I look back at my life those last couple of years and I'm like, there's everything is the only God moment. When you look at it, I think there's those big ones that come to mind, but it's just so cool to like really feel like an intimacy with <laughs> the God of the universe who loves you and chose you and like set you apart and has a plan for your God, your life, you know? And I felt so stuck before. I think I talk about all the time. And just be like, okay, God, like we totally broke away from that. And now I'm just like, give me more. Like what's next? I want you to be excited and like not intimidated about your faith. So the last kind of thing I wanted to talk about was, and I'm really, really excited to see like how this conversation goes, where the topic goes. But there's been this common verse that came to my mind when I was talking thinking about this podcast with us in our conversation. But it's in the beginning of James. And it's this verse that says like, consider a pure joy when we face many trials about like perfecting our faith, maturing our faith. And I think it's so common for people to look up to us and think that we have it all together as leaders all the time. But I've, I mean, I'm sure you feel this too, but like I found it harder. Like it's harder to try to level up, to try to set an example. And then I think people might think like, well, why would I want to level up and do more to like serve God and to the other people? This is going to be like, you're just telling me it's harder on me. You know, why do we put ourselves through it? You know, why do we work to serve others? And like be willing to do that. So it feels like there's always something that we're battling, whether I said like it's in business or a personal life. So how would you say you work through those things when it just feels like you're just so overwhelmed? It's like everything's overwhelming you. What's an example in your life when you think that like things looked like a total mess, but you were just like, okay, God, how on earth can you work this for good? 
What's your mentality? So I'm kind of like, okay, this is no surprise, actually, Danny, but I'm kind of freaking out right now because before we talked on this podcast, I was going to post every three posts. I post like a Jesus scripture on my Instagram. It's just every three that I do. Like I always do that. And <laughs> so the scripture that I chose was not James, but it was first Peter five. And I think it's 14 or 15. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But it says, and after you have suffered a little while, God will restore you, strengthen you and place you on a firm foundation. I literally have that in my notes. I'm posting it after we get off this podcast. And I have this whole caption typed out about it. And it's just crazy that you're talking about this right now, because this is exactly what I was going to post. And here we go again, you guys with God just saying, LOL, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) Um, And so I am in a season of life right now where I am just in a big season of uncertainty. I'm in this completely new chapter of learning about myself and really honestly having to depend on God more than I ever have in my whole life, which is extremely humbling and something that I am grateful for that I have him. But, you know, we get so caught up in worldly things and like my physical world can be in shambles and can be a mess and can be chaotic. But there is one thing that's always constant and it is the God that I serve and his love for me. And so when I feel like I am really struggling or, you know, the world is kind of falling down on me, I can always go back and see First of all, meditating on God's word and like seeing what first Peter says, after you have suffered a little while, meaning you are going to suffer, like whatever that means, you're going to go through trials and you're going to go through hard times. You're going to go through loss and disappointment. But after that, he's going to place you on a firm foundation. He is going to strengthen you and equip you through that. And so if I don't ever go through trials and temptation, how am I ever supposed to learn to rely on God? And that's something that I've had to continuously tell myself is if life always went my way, if I always got that job, or if I always got the guy that I wanted to date, or if he always gave me what I wanted, if then why would I need God, you know? And so we go through these trials and temptations and struggles because in those moments is where I have no choice but to rely on God and have him carry me through. And it is then that he shows me that he is faithful and that he is going to continue to provide and show up for me bigger and better than what I ever thought. But without that trial, I wouldn't need God because it's like, I got this. Like Danny said, this business, I built my business and I did this and I'm doing my podcast and me, me, me. Like, no, I'm only here because God said that I'm here. I'm only here because God orchestrated this to happen for me. And so I think that is what gets me through my hard times is knowing like, If I wasn't going through this right now, if I wasn't suffering right now, and if I wasn't dealing with this, I wouldn't need to rely on God. And I need to be reminded daily that I need God more than anything in this world, no matter how good or how bad life is going, I need God. And he is going to equip me and sustain me and bring me through this struggle that I am currently going through right now. And it says it in the verse that Danny was talking about and first Peter that I was talking about. He's going to. I'm going to suffer and I'm going to have a hard time. He never said that I would live a life that was just full of glory all the time. Even in Ecclesiastes, it says there's a season for everything, a season to cry and a season to rejoice. It's going to happen. You're going to go through these times, but knowing that God is going to equip you and sustain you and carry you through, and you will learn to rely on Him and trust Him so much more than what you did before. And you can have that faith that you have now built because you've said, 
God carried me through. Like I made it, you know, I didn't die. I didn't completely just wither away. Like God showed me I'm okay and I'm going to make it. Like I just have to learn to trust him and rely on him to give me that strength. And I'm going to come out of this so much stronger than what I was before. Oh my gosh. I even had actually written that down as like my notes too. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. That suffering draws us closer to God. And like I said, like that's a good thing, you guys. And I love that like we're in the sense that we're so willing and humble to God to be like, God, this is your platform. We're doing your work. And it's exciting because that burden's not on you to have it all together and to be perfect and show up a certain way. Like God just accepts you. And he's like, hey, I'm just going to like do the work through you. I'm going to expose to you what I'm capable of. And I just need you to be willing. And you guys, there's no peace like that. Nothing compares to that. And just like she said, as God brings us through different seasons in life, the next one, you're like, hey, God showed up here. Why would he not show up in this area? Like, why would he not come through? You know, and it is, it's just building your faith and always believing like, no matter what, God is always good. I love that so much. That was like so perfectly said. And that last little section was so big on my heart. I was just like, hey, God, like, what do you want us to share? So obviously that was meant to be said. But yeah, you guys, I would be more than happy for you guys to join us on Bible study and converse with us more, chit chat with us, have conversations, pray together. And so you guys can always join our Bible studies on Tuesdays. Like I said, it's 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And you can follow Anissa. It's Anissa Nicole with two A's. Anissa A. Nicole. And be encouraged and blessed by her and her beauty and all her fitness things. And (laughs) I just want to give you guys a next preview for the following episode right after this. And again, I feel like this is something that was just like totally on my heart and kind of maybe fits in with what we've been talking about today. But this might be wide range and a bold topic, but it's been so undeniable just to talk about anxiety and letting go of things that are beyond our control and really finding freedom. So Anissa, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. I am so excited. I love watching what God does through you and watching you impact all these people's lives. It lights me up. And so I'm so grateful for you. And I'm so happy that you had me on here. I feel very blessed and I'm just excited. Yeah. I feel like we could talk forever and never, never. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys can keep with us on Tuesdays. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You guys can also find me on Instagram at dannycakes, D-A-N-N-N-I cakes, or immeasurably.more.podcast. Slide in my DMs. Give me some feedback, you guys. And I will leave you with this closing verse, Matthew 18, 20, for where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them.